ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Slaunches, Episode 7. I'm your host, Weston Sparrow, along with David Watts. How's it going? Oh, I was going to ask you the same thing, brother. Uh, it's going good. That's good. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, mon- Monday Monday evening on the east coast of the United States, April 27th. Quarantine. 2020. That is, that is our life. It's my life. I know it's your life, too. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's been been a rough <coughs> one, man. I mean, not as rough for other people. I've I've been okay, but for the world, it's been a rough month or two. Yeah. Three. Well, you know, it started before Christmas, but didn't really hit the U.S. till like late January, I don't think, and then it really didn't hit the U.S. until like when were you here? Because it just it. It wasn't ramped up when you were here. You were here like the end of Mar- February. Yeah? Something like that, yeah. February, so early March? No, yeah, it was February. No, it was, fe- it was February. Because they, um, there was no, I remember there was no social distancing guidelines. No, there was nothing. And I wasn't afraid to fly I, on a plane either, so. Yeah, that's, I didn't even know what that was at that point. But yeah, so it's really I mean, I'm still not afraid to fly on a plane, but. Well, I'm not. I'm not afraid either. But I think it it does the community as a whole a lot of good if you just adhere to the guidelines. It might not directly affect you, you know, but it it will help other people. So absolutely, for sure. Well, we wanted to give you an update on Kyle Larson. Uh, he still doesn't have a job, uh, but. <laughs> with the whole situation, Matt Kenseth has been coming, will be coming out of retirement um, to raise Chip Ganassi's number 42 Chevrolet. <coughs> um, Kenseth drives the, dry, drove, drove the DeWalt Racing uh, race car. Two-time Daytona 500 winner. Um, and a former cup champion. So, so, Chip Ganassi said that he wanted to, uh, if we got to fill a driver's spot, he owes it to the team, our partners, and our fans to put the best available driver in the car. And we're doing that exactly. We're doing exactly that with Matt. So he's raced for Joe Gibbs and Rash Fenway before he retired from full-time competition with Joe, Gri- Joe Gibbs. And Joe Gribbs. Joe Gribbs. So, yeah, there you go. <coughs> um, that's the situation with Kyle Larson. Still don't have a job, but they already replaced him. So. Did you look up uh, anything on Bubba? No, I haven't. Um, I can. I mean, you could. You could. You can. Can. I could have done that prior. I didn't really yeah. think about it. Let's see. No, he didn't race in. Um, yeah, he didn't race in Talladega yesterday. Dang. Um, but I don't I don't know if that was him or if that was someone else. Oh, here we go. Well, let me read you the tweet directly from his Twitter account. It's loading. Bubba Wallace, driver of the 43. At Bubba Wallace, seen some peeps ask why I'm not on the list for Sunday's race. iRacing is the best in the biz, no doubt about it. I just simply get burnt out after a day. Not the game's fault, just been like that for years. By the time we ran our first race in Miami, I was burnt out. There you go. Heard it straight from the source. Straight from the tap. Bubba Wallace burnt out. Burnt out and rage quit. 
Yeah. Well, I wonder if that. I want. No, oh, I don't know. Whatever. Well, we don't have to bore you with NASCAR again this week, but uh, we would like to talk about motorsports. And David is going <laughs> to give us a fantastic story about his weekend and how that has led to what led up to that and where he's at now. So, <coughs> take it away, brother. Um, it's not that big of a story, but I'll try to draw it out. No, a it's bit. pretty. It's well, yeah, it was pretty big <coughs> when you called me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, me and my wife like to. Ooh, how about you? Uh, how about you back up on that mic a little bit? Good. Yeah. Grace. Sorry about that. You're screaming into it. All so right, you and your wife. me and my wife like to ride four wheelers and um, side by sides and different off road things. And um, we had recently bought a side by side of our own, or our first, and had some um, friends that have some property, and um, not a lot of people. Um, just there was probably maybe six or seven of us. Um, and everybody's staying by themselves and everything. You know, following social distancing guidelines, um, according to the U.S. government and all that kind of stuff. And went to go um, enjoy na- nature for the weekend and um, uh, test out our new thing we got for ourselves. So we're riding around. Everything's good. Had a had a great morning. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you. How long have you had this machine? Uh, like a week and a half. Week and a half. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Uh, Everything was going great uh, on Saturday morning. Um, had a good ride. Um, was trying to having regular issues with it, like trying to figure out how to get the auto right and that kind of stuff. And got all that fixed. And um, then we're riding around this little track thing, and everything's fun. We're having having a good good old time. And the uh, first exciting moment of the day happened, and that's when the left front tire uh, passed me. Um, it was no longer attached to the vehicle. Felt a, a strange wobble in the <laughs> in the steering. I looked down, and the, the wheel's not attached any, any longer. So it just it just zoomed past just you. zoomed past me. Yeah, all four lug nuts came off at exactly the same time um, because they were all laying on the track at exactly the same place. So I didn't have to like. Go look for them. They were all right there. Um, ended up checking the rest of the tires, and all the tires were pretty loose. Um, that's something I, I I should have checked. But at the same time, the guy I bought it from said he rode it the weekend before. So I took something out of his playbook and was like, okay, sure, I'll just trust the guy. And... Um, yeah, don't trust that guy. I might tell you who he is, but just, just well, don't anybody trust don't him. trust yeah. any. I mean, you buy a, you buy a machine like that. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, that's I a, probably that's, should that's have checked heavy, my that, That's heavy. I mean, that's heavy machinery. You know. Yeah. Same with a car. You know. You know, I've always uh, take a little sidetrack here. You know, whenever you take medicine, you know, and it's like don't operate heavy machinery for, you know, twelve hours after taking this medicine. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, know, you know, they probably mean a car, but my mind always goes to a forklift. <laughs> Or like a skid steer, mm-hmm. or a, a mini X, or you know, <laughs> oh dang, I, I I don't drive bulldozers, so I'm not really, I'm I'm exempt from that, you know. Yeah, I guess so. 
Okay, so you lost your, uh, you lost your. Was there any damage done? No, no, I just put the wheel back on. Did it land on the um, hub? Like what? Did, yeah, just land on the hub. That's why. Yeah, dragged across the ground for a little bit. Okay, okay. So you put a nice rut in the wherever you're riding. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. And all uh, right. Well, so it was good. You know, put it back on. Make sure everything was tight. Ate some lunch and rode the rest of the day till about probably five o'clock, and uh, we were about to cook dinner. And I really wanted to ride my buddy's um, new one. He got a brand new one. Mine is uh, like the second one that Kawasaki ever built. So it's 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 really old and it's really slow. Um, it's just not built well. Um, I, I love it, and I'm probably gonna have it for a long time. But well, is it not built well, or is it just old? Oh, it's, it's just, just old, know, older, it's te- it's, older yeah, tech. Yeah, old technology. It's not. It's not built like it's gonna fall apart. It's just not built. To be comfortable, right? Yeah, just so you know, I'm with you. Um, so you want to ride your? Well, I want to ride in his. So I hop in the passenger seat and we ride around this track. And there's somebody that's got a bigger, nicer one, and he's like, "I want to race in." And I'm like, "Sure, go for it." Mm. Um, whatever. Hey, y'all, watch us. Yeah. And uh, everyone was watching, and we were doing really good. We passed three people. Mm. Um, we were gaining ground. And then the next thing you know, we're on the ground. And uh, we're on it on our side. We end up rolling and hit the machine. Um, and I was not wearing a seatbelt. Well, okay. So I came out of the machine. I don't I don't think I have to tell you that was dumb. I was dumb, yeah. I was dumb. Came out and uh he landed on top of me and I broke my Clavicle. I almost said something else. Your cla I thought you okay. Your uh collarbone. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, but it's not it's not in a regular part of your collarbone, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not like down in here. It's not like down by your neck where most people break their collarbone. It's literally all the way at the tip of my shoulder. So it doesn't really Hurt? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It hurts. It doesn't hurt how I'm sitting. <laughs> um, I can go move it backwards. It doesn't hurt. It just hurts when I go up. So, um, and it's not broken all the way through. So it's not separated, but it's cracked. There's a crack in it. So, got to be in sling, immobilized for like two weeks, maybe three weeks. Which is um, not just a regular sling. I can no. see it on our Zoom call here. It's like a, it's just like a beefed up sling. So I would, how I would. Uh, yeah. So it attaches to my bicep it. first, and I make sure that's tight. And then I wrap this big giant band around my waist, and make sure that's tight. And then my arm can't go forwards or backwards. And then I bring my rest of my forearm forward. And it goes into a strap, and then it cannot go right or left. So it can't go forward, backwards, left or right, or up and down. It can't move no, at all. It's completely immobilized. Which is the which is the point? Yes. Wear seat belts. Well, yeah. Because this is terrible. Did he did he have his on? 
the driver? Well, since he landed on top of me, I would assume that would be a negative. Well, I would assume the same. But I also would have assumed you had your seatbelt on. So, well, you know. I'm not, I'm not going to go at you for that, but. Oh, but I mean, I got harnesses in mine. I wore mine all day. Well, that's good. Well, I ho- well except yeah. for that moment. You, not when it counted. No. Nope. <laughs> well, that's an interesting story. Yep. What uh, have you have had? What have you had going on in your life lately? Um, well my truck broke down. I think I may have mentioned that in the last episode. <coughs> It's now <coughs> not broken down, but uh, yeah, I got I got it back, so that's good. Did you? Um, yeah, I learned a little bit about uh about engines and uh, timing. What is water what pumps. is timing? Oh, don't I don't know all that. I just know it's got to be right. You said you learned a little bit about timing. Yeah, like you learned that it Li- existed. A a little. No, I knew it existed. I just didn't know. Okay, well, tell me what you learned. You know, now I'm thinking about it. I don't think I'll learn anything. Yeah, either. that's right. I was figuring. <laughs> I did learn. I did learn something about the components, though. I'll tell you this. So, the timing belt had broke on my truck about fifty thousand miles ago. When it broke, I took it to a shop and they fixed it. Um, but they only put a new belt on. They didn't replace the water pump, the tensioner, any of the components that are in that are connected to the belt. That typically, whenever you do a job like that, you go ahead and replace everything, because it's kind of a pain to get in there, and you're already there. So, and it has to—that's parts that have to be replaced too. So you might as well just do it. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. Uh, I mean, that was literally—I was—I looked at the receipt, and it was like five years ago, or like four and a half years ago, which is crazy. But whatever. So, uh, same thing happened driving down the interstate here. Take it to the shop. Um, finally, they kind of diagnose it, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, the ti- time of belt's broke, so we got to get it fixed." So they fix it, and th- what happened is the water pump started leaking coolant. That's what he told me, leaking coolant onto the belt, which degraded the belt enough to where it snapped way before it's supposed to. You know, it, it it shortened its life by about half. So, what's up? Oh no, oh. nothing, nothing. Third no, you said one half, half, so I went one half. Oh okay. <laughs> so yeah, so we put a new pu- a water pump in tensioner. You know the whole deal, and I'm rolling again. So I I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of excited to get a new truck, and I I still could go get a new truck, but I don't. Not big on spending large amounts of money, so I'm not I'm not gonna. But I did get truck fever there for a minute, looking on uh, Car Tempest and Car Gurus. Car Tempest. Yeah, Auto Tempest. Auto Tempest. I it's called Auto Tempest. Yeah, pretty pretty probably my favorite one. That and Car Gurus are definitely my two favorite uh, search engines for vehicles. What's your favorite car search engine? Um, Facebook Marketplace. It has stuff in my okay. in my my budget. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that seems to be a good place. You know, Marketplace has really kind of taken over Craigslist. I think Craigslist is definitely still relevant, 
especially in um, certain communities, but marketplace seems to be really taken over, um, at least where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what what great insight. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm not very insightful today. Yeah, I can tell. You, I mean, you seem I mean, you did kind of get some bad news about your shoulder, but Well, I mean, like that's that's fine. I'm just I'm extremely bored. And you sound um, like that's So is everyone else in America? Yeah, well, I mean, I so I guess it, it is bad news. I mean, like I'm not mad at the no. guy who was driving. I'm not mad at anybody, but it does suck that like um, I've gone down to use of one arm now. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, li- it's a little difficult to deal with. Like you can't do half the crap you used to do. Like you don't realize how much you use your right arm. Well, I mean, you just both of your arms, especially yeah, yeah. your dominant arm. Um, which I cannot. Oh, you can't write. No, I can't mm-hmm. write. I can't text. You can't. I can't, you can't do drive. crap, man. Mm-hmm. No, my ca- car's a five s- or six speed. <laughs> I can't use my arm. Well, at least your wife's car is auto. Yeah, I mean, at least we didn't like have a, a manual truck that we had taken down there, and I was driving it. So we've been stuck. Cause she can't. She can't drive manual. No. Yeah. She did drive the trailer back, yeah. Yep. That was her first, first time, time with the trailer. trailer. Did she back it? No. Oh. Step two? Yeah. Or lesson two, rather? Really? Yeah, this was step one. She made me stay awake the whole time because she was like, if you got a concussion, you're going to die if you fall asleep. Um, I'm, I mean, sounds like she had a pretty good reason. Yeah, but I think it was because she didn't want me to fall asleep because she was terrified. I don't think it was because of my well, head. Well, that's possible. I, it, it was, we, we we got home like six or seven hours after the accident happened. And I had no headache. Um, I didn't hit my head on the ground. Like I did, my head didn't touch the ground. He he hit your shoulder. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that touched anything was the shoulder. Um, if he wouldn't have hit me, I would have been fine. <clears throat> Except he did. Huh? Except he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, it seems like you had a very eventful weekend. And. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. You know, I wish we would have had this podcast back, like, before I joined the Coast Guard and before you left to go to Virginia. Why? So you're doing it in person? The stuff, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's obviously, but, like, the stuff we used to do, dude, like, pulling a boat through the Bojangles parking lot, uh, through the Bojangles drive-thru. You remember that? I pulled my side-by-side like, Duncan drive-thru. Well, I, yeah, I know, but it's like, I remember, I was, I don't know, almost... Sank a boat. Restored a boat. How do we almost sink a boat? You know, we uh, when we got the bass tracker back from the mechanic, and we didn't put the plug in because it was the first time we'd ever put it in the water, <laughs> and we just didn't. It wasn't the, the first time we ever put it in the water. I thought we put it in the water, and then we had to get something repaired on it. 
Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we drive it? Uh, I mean, we may, maybe, but we used the trolling motor. I, I don't know. That was so long ago. It's like we tried taking it apart. Oh yeah, we did. And then we took it to boat guy, which, by the way, that guy was so sketchy. Dude, he dude. was. Pre- we talking was about this guy right yeah. now. Th- this guy was like the tiger king of boat guys. Yes. Like yes. super weird, super yes. hard to get in contact with. You would get you would never answer. Yeah, never answer the phone. Like half the time, we would literally like just show up to his house and knock on the door. Well, not like randomly though. He would be like, "Hey, like I'm gonna, like the." Like I'll be re- it'll be done by like Tuesday at three p.m. So like you call him like Tuesday morning and he doesn't answer and you're like well I guess we can just ride by there and see and then you ride by there and then there's not a cowling on your engine it's like hmm, I guess it's not done yeah so you're like and then you, and then you and then you're in his driveway and it, let's just tell the story let's just tell the story okay you t- you tell the story I, you start I, I'm sure we're I'm sure we're gonna have different remembrances of yes. this because this was definitely like three years ago so this guy all right I'll run it from the top so. My stepdad has this boat. I think somebody's at my house. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> my, my roommate's here. What? Yeah, we're zooming. All right, so this guy. So we get the <laughs> boat. Oh, sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. What is this? Oh, shutdown coin. Yeah, I got a new challenge coin. Hold on, I'm gonna open, do a live unboxing right here. What did you get? I bought a I bought a challenge coin for um, a challenge coin. Yeah, you know, challenge coin. No, I'm not military. You don't have a challenge. Co- All right, well, no. if I can open it without getting this is. It's the uh, 2020 coronavirus <laughs> United States Coast Guard shutdown coin. What? It says United States Coast Guard social distancing expert. And it's got the Coast Guard logo with a mask over it. So it's not real. It's somebody who makes these. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got the coronavirus like whatever. It says coronavirus pandemic 2020. Hmm. I bought one of these from this company when the government shut down happened last year and none of the Coast Guard members were getting paid and it was yeah they make coins but yeah it's pretty cool they're pretty good quality and they're like 10 bucks we'll see how much is this one yeah it's 10 bucks free shipping pretty cheap okay anyway cool alright well that uh where are we at what are we talking about Boat guy. Okay, okay. So the boat um, was my stepdad's, and it had been sitting. How you remember how long it had been sitting? A long time. <clears throat> like, like wha- I'm trying to remember what sticker was on it, but I want to say it was pushing ten years, like maybe seven. Yeah, probably not quite ten. All right, so we'll go with like seven years, whatever. Um, been sitting in my backyard with no cover underneath a tree, chilling. Straight chilling. The it's a six, sixteen. It was sixteen, yeah. Sixteen foot, nineteen eighty five. Bass tracker. Bass tracker. Three. Yes, it was a bass tracker three. 
Oh man, I'll post a picture on the uh, on Instagram so you guys can see it. But absolutely amazing boat. But so David, I think you're the one that came up with the idea. I don't think it was me. And you were like, "Let's fix that thing up." So I asked my stepdad. I'm like, "Hey, you know, can we fix it up?" And you know, I think th- I think the deal was, "Hey, we'll fix it up and we'll take care of it if you'll renew the registration so we can get a new mm-hmm. North Coast." I think it was something like that. And he was like, "Yeah, for sure." So we bought a new battery for it. We took it to the pull-in drive-through car wash. We had to shovel the amount of sticks and leaves that were had fallen in had composted. I guess that's what it's called. I don't know. There was dirt in there, and obviously no one had poured dirt in there. So we had to like shovel the dirt out. We pressure washed it. Um, you know, we vacuumed it. We had it looking pretty good. Um, then the uh, motor was the next part. So the trolling motor was good after we got a new battery. Um, didn't have nav lights, so we had to do nav lights too. That was sca- that was very scary for me, because I'm not really a big fan of drilling into boats. Just of all things to drill into a boat is not something that you typically want to put holes in. So, boat guy. Okay, so I took it to this mechanic, boat mechanic, or this this marine shop in Gastonia, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't work on anything older than like." 1995. Well, this is a 1985 boat. So I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, do you know where I can get it worked on at? He's like, yeah, I got, here. here's two phone numbers. Well, boat guy, couldn't tell you his name. I don't remember his name. Um, it was one of them. So I called one guy and he's like, yeah, I'm like three weeks out. I was like, oh, okay. So I called the other guy and he's like, yeah, bring it on up there, you know? <laughs> so, um, Oh, this was after we had already tried to work yeah. on it. Yeah. So we had tried, I mean, we had tore it apart multiple times. Um, I think we had installed the nav lights, which I still think that looked really cool. We got those mm-hmm. uh, those little LED strips. That looked really cool. Never had an anchor light, but we put a flashlight. Yeah, we did. It, we did. Three cylinder, three cylinder. Yeah. It worked. But, okay, so we I'm really bad at telling stories, man. So we <laughs> take it up to boat guy. Drop it off, and he's like, okay, you know, whatever. Gets it fixed. We go back um, a couple times because he wouldn't contact us. And, like, I remember one time we went, and um, we were like, we were just going to knock on his door because he didn't have a shop. Um, he was just working out of his front yard. The old shade tree mechanic, you know. So, I went to knock on his door, and his dog, like, went after me. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then I knocked on his door, and, like, his son, like, cracked the door open. Like, you know how, like, you watch a movie or a TV show, and, like, you're in, like, the middle of nowhere, or you're in, like, somewhere that's not the best neighborhood, and you knock on the door, and they, like, open it with the chain. Yeah. You know, the little... That's what it was like. <laughs> and he's like, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm supposed to meet your dad here. He's like... Okay, and like slams the door. So, so then, like, 20 minutes later, he comes out. And he's like, yeah, I hadn't had time to work on it. Like, I don't I don't know what you were working on instead, but okay. So, I mean, I want to say we drove back there like three times to get it worked on, to, to try to pick it up. We finally get it picked up. He runs it for us right in front of us. Um, 
everything's good. We're like, cool, pay the man. I think he charges like three hundred fifty bucks. It was a lot. No, it was like three. It's like three fifty, three seventy five. Yeah, but I mean that's a lot for how long it took. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I I think it was probably a a two day job, maybe. You know. Yeah. Get the parts one day, do the work the next, but whatever. Anyway, we get uh we get the boat, we go drop it in the water. We didn't put the plug in it. Went and pulled it over to the pier <laughs> with the boat with the engine, tied it up, and then we. I guess we went and parked the truck or something, and we came back down, and the thing's like almost underwater, which the, is filled with well, foam. Well, it, so it, it was, was at your grandfather's. Yeah. And <clears throat> we pulled it over there, tied it up, put your truck away, and I think we went and used the bathroom in the little bathhouse. We came yeah, back, yeah, and dude, it was like, like that far from the top of the boat. Like, yeah, it was oh, like. It was, slant. it was full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was. There was a lot of water in there. So I'm like. We're like freaking out. So I, from what I remember, I threw you my keys. Yep. And I got in the boat and just like drove it until you got the trailer in the water. Yeah. And then I put it on. We put it on the trailer super quick. And then we let it drain for like you know five ten minutes, however long it took. We put it back in the water, and then it ended up dying. The outboard did. Yeah. Once we put the plug in, put it back in the water. So we called the boat guy. Obviously, he didn't answer because no. he never answers, which is really weird, but really weird that it, it died because it was running fine. <coughs> well, he had warned us that we should probably get the impeller replaced, and us not listening didn't do it. Um, any advice I can give to anybody is to replace the impeller. If you have an old outboard and you're trying to get it running again, that's like one of the number one things you should you should um, yeah replace. So we ended up taking it back to him. He replaced the impeller, um, and that was the issue because it I guess it overheated or it wasn't being able to be cooled, obviously, or not cooled well enough. Um, yeah, and that was the last I've talked to Boca. Paid the man. I think we, I think he charged like a hundred, maybe one one fifty for the impeller changeout. And it was it was like dry rotted and ripped to pieces. Like it wasn't doing its job. I, he showed me he showed it to me whenever I went and picked up. The How road. long did it take to get that fixed? I don't remember. I, I don't think it was long. I think it was about a week. There wasn't really any. He just kind of fixed it. I don't remember having to go back a bunch of times. But like we called the sheriff, you called the sheriff's department. Was like so we were trying to figure out how we can get our boat back because we because we thought he was um, trying to pull one on us. Yeah. For a little bit there. Clearly that wasn't what was going on, but. It was lazy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, interesting about that guy, his dad's name is Diesel. And his son's name was Diesel, and or I remember his son's name was Diesel. So I was telling my stepdad about this, and he's like, you know, there was a guy named that over on, uh, I want to say it was South Point Road. But, yeah, I, I remember this boat guy we used to go to over off South Point Road. It's called such and such boat mechanic or something. And I was like, that's what this dude's called. So I kind of put it all together. This guy's dad used to work Probably on that boat. <laughs> yeah. And 
and had an awesome shop, and the shop's still there. It's just run down, and that guy works out of his front yard now. Now, why would you move from a nice shop to your front yard? I would assume because you take way too long to work on people's boats and don't call them back. Um, but, yeah, that's so the boat was good. Never had any more issues um, mechanically with the boat. Yeah. Drove it for, I mean, over a year. And you sold it like an idiot. I know. I do. I was so dumb. It wasn't. It was. It was smart at the time. You gotta get it back from the guy. Dude, I've tried. I I don't. I don't have his number. That was four years ago. I'm not. I I I took a video of him driving away, and I tried to get his license plate. (laughs) I was going to try, but I did. I couldn't find it, but I tried (laughs) so hard. I tried everything to figure out who that guy was, but I just don't have them. Did he buy it off a of Craigslist or something? I think so. He was like the third or fourth guy to come check it out. It would be in your email. No, I. He had to be sure he just. I'm pretty sure he just texted me. I'm sure there's a way to figure it out, but I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But yeah, so we. Oh, hello. Oh, so hello. The microphone. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think we ended up selling it for like two grand. Yeah, I mean you probably could have got a lot more out of it. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't a running boat with a thirty five. Yeah, but uh, it, was bad. Mean, it has a custom subwoofer enclosure. It did have a so we did put a subwoofer <laughs> in it and an amp and a and a radio with a a copper wire antenna. Mhm. I mean we. And it didn't burn any fuel, dude. That two-stroke 35 did not burn anything. It was two-stroke? I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a... I remember having to keep oil in the back of it. Oh, by yeah. The mo- or by the battery. It's probably not a good place to keep oil, but... That's where I kept mine in my, my boat. But that is... um. That's the story of the 1985 Bass Tracker <laughs> and Boat Guy. And he wasn't close to us either. He was like 30-minute drive. Yeah, I don't remember where it was. I think it was Wiley. Like the city of Lake Wiley. It was not South in a good Carolina. area. No. Well, the areas. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, right. Come on. Well, right outside. I mean, like, it's kind of near TGK, and TGK is really nice, you know? What you looking at there? I can tell you're looking <laughs> at the computer. You trying to read up? You trying to find this guy? No, I'm just looking at a bass tracker. Oh, I have found a couple. I've. I wish I would have never sold that thing. It's like it's great. It's so great. Never, never let me down. Bass tracker jet boat. Well, it's probably just got a, a jet outboard. You know, it's got a jet inboard. Hundred and twenty horsepower, four cylinder. That'd be pretty slick. It says it runs good. I put some marine caulk around the gasket. It does great until it blows out. Then it cuts water in it. Well. I'd say it doesn't, 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 doesn't sound, doesn't sound, like it sound does very great. 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> I almost we almost bought us a boat instead of a side by side. Uh, I mean, there's only two good days when you own a boat. The day you buy it, the day you sell it. That's right. That's two best days right there. Ah, uh, always something. You're always you're always well. The Bass Tracker was a little exception, I think, because you know you're paying not that much in fuel. Um, you know it's not that. I it's mean, not, I. Um, I like to have me a little fishing boat. I have one at my parents' house. Um, <coughs> Would you tell them to quiet down in there? I'm not going to do that. It's their house, too. Um, yeah, what I was saying about the Bass Tracker is it doesn't it didn't have that much operating cost. Just because the fuel was, it didn't burn any fuel, you know. So it wasn't really that that big of a deal, but yeah, boats are. I still stand behind that statement. Two good days. I I I don't know. I mean, I, I've had problems out of out of my boat, but I mean, I enjoyed when I'm on it. I mean, do you know one person who's owned a boat and never had never had an issue? Well, I mean, same thing That's with one. your car. Yeah, but your car is way more reliable, in my opinion, than a boat. I mean, I guess. Hmm? I guess. I mean, I think so. I, mean, I thought about buying a jet ski, you know, like a cheap old jet ski. Yeah, I thought about doing the same thing. But I don't really have anywhere to keep it, but. Well, I thought about getting a uh, stand-up, so I can just... Oh, just yeah. those are cool. You, st- you can do tricks. Yeah, you just throw it in the back of the truck. Um. Also, jet skis, you have to have two. Unless you have something you can do tricks on and stuff, you got to have two of them. You ever been on a jet ski by yourself? Yes. It's fun. It just gets kind of repetitive. It's like, oh. And then you get, it's, think of it like, it's like riding four-wheelers. Same thing. It's fun by yourself. I mean, but what's the chances of you taking, doing all the work to go out by yourself versus your buddy saying, hey, let's go ride, you know? I mean, honestly, for me, it doesn't matter. For me, it really doesn't matter, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. No, I mean, I I enjoy hanging out with my with my friends and riding, but I enjoy riding. I enjoy riding by myself as much as I do riding with somebody else. I turn my music on and I'm good. All right, well, that's good. Well, talked about a lot. How about you wrap it up for us there, D-Watts? Well, we thank you for tuning in again. It is sometime here in uh, May, by the time you're hearing this. 
and uh, we hope that May is going well. I mean, ho hopefully, um, by, by the time this one gets uploaded, we'll be up to schedule, um, finally, um, on how our podcasts release automatically. So, um, about every two weeks or so, we'll want to release by itself, and um, we hope that the corona stuff has made its way out and so much more to talk about that we're not going to talk about right now but thank you for tuning in and hope you catch us on the next one Sloss on